Hey, I'm back. Episode 25. Uh, I was not going to do this tonight. <laughs> Is this getting redundant? I say that every time. I was really not going to do this tonight, as you can see. You know, you know I'm, I'm struggling when I'm not even wearing a white tank top. It's a really old Charger shirt. It's partly laundry day. And it's partly me not giving a fuck. Um, I didn't want to do this, which is why I have to do it. I didn't want to do it, not because I don't enjoy doing the show, but only because I don't want to talk about what I'm going to have to talk about doing this show. It's not that bad. I'm, making, I'm setting it up to be more dramatic than it is. It's not. I just feel like I'll probably just sounding like a broken record sometimes. Um, but you know what? I, I didn't I didn't start doing this to just come on here and be full of uh, sunshine. I guess. <laughs> I just want to say that I really appreciate the people that are consistently watching or listening or both uh, that message me every week. I greatly appreciate you people. I had something happen last week that just sent me like into freaking tailspin. I recently met somebody who was really cool, who is a male, but I, I only want to be friends with the guy. He's awesome. He's very beautiful. But right away, I'm like, this is just somebody I want to be friends with. Because he's just super cool. And it's just somebody that I would want to work with. He's very talented. He's not a comedian, but in entertainment and just super cool and just fun. And I'm just like, just gonna be friends with this person. Uh, he invited me to do a podcast that he does. I did it. I went in, super cool, just feeling friendly. Um, it went well. And then he invited me to come see him perform two nights later. So I drove from Los Angeles to Orange County by myself, which I don't mind doing. I know it's a little scary to walk into a, a place, but I had such great intentions because I'm during COVID, I feel like I got kind of into this routine where I got into the habit of doing a lot of stuff from home. Uh, I also got into the bad habit of when doing those things, like having a couple drinks at home and it just started to feel really comfortable. And then when the world was opening back up, going out all of a sudden I was like, ah, now going out is out of my comfort zone. I'm comfortable just staying home, having a few drinks. And I'm like, this is not good behavior. This is 
semi-alcoholic <laughs> and just not just not a good not a good habit to to be in if uh, if I want to be productive and if I want to be successful it's not even about it's not even, it's I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, not successful, like make a lot of money successful, just productive, just making a career for myself and uh, success in happiness, I guess, also. So I decided on that, on the night that I was going to go out, I was like, you know what? I really want to go. I'm going to drive to Orange County. It'll be good because this place that he was performing was the same place that I first met him where I was performing stand-up. And it was a really cool, like, backyard show, like this cool little community of just sort of this, like, hippie vibe. Like, everybody was really chill and awesome. They were all, like, smoking pot, getting high, whatever, which is super cool. I don't smoke, but I still like the environment. So I'm like, I'm going to go. This is going to be cool. I have a new friend. <laughs> he's very talented. Go watch him perform. Just going to be friends, even though he's beautiful. So I went, sat by myself. It was two hours. Had a very good time. And then at the end, you know, he was done performing. He knew I was, yeah, he invited me. I told him I was coming. It was cool. And then at the end, there was obviously, you know, some people talking to him because he had just performed. Everybody wants to talk to the performer. And I was standing there by myself. And then fucking crazy Jen just, like, kicked in where I was like, I'm just going to go. I don't want to be the weirdo standing by myself waiting to say hi to this guy. Like, hey. Which is so dumb. Like, I drove all the way there. Why wouldn't you say hi? And then I walked out towards my car, and then I was just like talking to myself. I was like, stop being a fucking weirdo. Don't be a weirdo. Fucking go back in like a normal fucking human being. Go back in and just say hi. So I went back. There were still some people waiting to talk to him. I stood for a little bit. <laughs> and then just fucking bailed again. I was like, uh, no. It's weird. I don't know. What, I don't know what the fuck happens to my brain. And I just bolted again. Just turned around and walked back out again, out to my car. And on the way to my car, I knew. I was like, "Your fucking, your logic is telling you to say hi," and the other fucking shit side of your brain that is. I don't know if, if it's just uh, no self worth. What it is. Self-sabotage? I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't know if it's a sabotage. I don't know what to call it. It's fucking weirdo, Jen. And I felt it as I was walking to my car. I'm like, this is a, you're not going to, you're not going to be happy with this decision. But I had already committed. I was like, I can't go back a third time. Not that he saw me the first two times because he was busy talking, but just for me. I was like, go back a third time? Now you're really mental. And now when I start to get that mental, I feel like it's going to show in my eyes. 
I've already left twice and come back. That craziness. That uh, I've already switched <laughs> the. Plus, I was halfway to my car because I knew I was being a fucking weirdo. I just felt I felt the tears. I felt the the crazy tears just welling up in the back of my head. I was like, "Well, you're fucked. You're already fucked. Just get in the car." I went. I sat in my car and just fucking sank. Like, how am I in my forties? And still lacking like an emotional maturity to say hello to somebody after sitting after driving from LA to Orange County sitting it in the show where they they know that I'm there he knows that I'm there and then just leaving and not even saying hi how rude does that come across you would just think if somebody came to your show and left without saying hi, they, they must have thought that I really sucked. It's emotionally immature. It's fucking rude. But I also, at the same point, sitting in my car, I was like, I can't worry at this moment what he's going to be thinking of me because I'm fucking spiraling down too hard to put his feelings uh, ahead of mine at this moment. <laughs> All I could do was try and like and figure out why my brain was just just. I mean, I knew why it spiraled. It spiraled because I made a decision that was the wrong one. I made a decision. I heard somebody say once that you can make decisions either out of fear or out of love and always choose love. And that one was for sure 100% out of fear. I sat in my car for a few moments and then tears just started rolling down my face. I was like, well, I gotta go now because it's over. So I drove back from Orange County to Los Angeles just sobbing. Like not just crying, but just like hard sobbing of just like, Because I've done this before in the past and been like, that was dumb. Why'd you do that? And this time that I did it, I was just like, you have a fucking problem, like a serious fucking problem. And I was so terrified of how fucked up, like how, what a simple thing that was that I could not execute saying hello to somebody. And I was just like, I'm too old for this behavior. And it was just terrifying. I was just driving home just being like terrified. Like if I, if I haven't, if, I, if I'm this old and I'm still struggling, like a fucking girl in high school who can't walk up to a guy and say hello, then I feel like I'm fucking doomed. I don't feel that way right now. But in that moment driving home, it was just this feeling of like, you're fucking hopeless then. I don't feel that way now. I'm just saying, in the moment, driving home, just fucking sobbing. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? 
And I just keep trying to, con I just kept trying to convince, I think I was just trying so hard to convince myself too, like, just be friends. And then, I, but, even if I wanna be friends with a guy who's sort of attracted, or I'm semi-attracted to, my brain is still gonna be like, you get validation from him. And I think part of the reason I didn't wanna say hi is because I was terrified that maybe if he wasn't super excited to see me like, hey, and maybe if he was just like, hey, that I'd be disappointed. So my fear of being disappointed led me to be a hundred times more disappointed in myself because I was so scared of being disappointed in his reaction to me. Which is, all of this is so fucking stupid, I know. I, I, I understand the words coming out of my mouth are stupid, but that's why I didn't want to do this tonight. That's why I didn't want to put, I'm putting this shit out on the internet. But like I said before, I've committed. I'm gonna do it every week until nobody wants to hear it anymore. <laughs> so I drove home or whatever. I got home, by the time I got home, Okay, before I left the place, I just, I did not want to be rude. It's a very, very nice person. So I, as I was sitting in my car before I took off to drive home, I just sent a text. So immature. Just text somebody when you're there in person instead of saying goodbye in person. God, I'm so pathetic. I text him like, hey, that was a really great show. Uh, you looked really busy, so I just left. But you're amazing, like super complimentary, even like, I mean, the text was just screaming, I'm a fucking weirdo. Then at the same time, I was like, I can't worry. Somebody thinks I'm a weirdo. I'm a weirdo. So anyway, let them know the truth, I guess. Uh, what am I going to do? Try and hide it until three weeks from now? They're eventually going to find out that I'm a weirdo. But when I got home, he had sent me a very nice text. Super nice person. So he was really cool. So I, I went to bed. I was okay. And then I woke up the next morning, Friday morning, and just complete sadness of like, why? Why am I so fucking weird? I also just want to say I realized that complaining that I'm weird, it makes me a fucking cunt because there's people in the world that have like real problems. I'm fully aware. I'm an ex very, very, very lucky person that this is my only problem is being weird. Just wanna say that. I have fear that people will think like, this bitch thinks she has problems. No, I don't, technically. But it is a problem when you drive home sobbing and then wake up the next morning sobbing. I mean, it's a, it's a mental problem. It's not a real, I'm very lucky, but it's a mental, it's a mental problem. And it's, I, I know it's not a big deal. But it's also not a way, it's not a good way to live life 
cannot keep living my life just sobbing. <laughs> like babysitting this two and a half year old. Just sitting next to him, just fucking tears just rolling down my face. Playing. Watching Blippy. And I'm like, oh, things are great. So I decided to take a positive action. So on Friday, I went on the internet. The internets are great. And looked up a meditation center by my house. I was like, if I don't do something, I can't live the rest of my life like this. I got to do something. So I took a step, positive step. And I looked up meditation, and I found one by my house, and they just happened to be having a three-hour meditation retreat the next day. I've never taken a meditation class, retreat, whatever you want to call it. But I just signed up. I'm like, just do it. So I went Saturday morning for three hours. It wasn't like three hours straight of meditation. It was just, they do like 30 minutes, take a break, do like another 30. And it wasn't really as intense as I thought it might be. Like I brought Kleenex because I'm like, am I going to be crying again? But it was really uh, just, it was a very positive. There was only like 15 people and then you just sort of sat in a chair. It wasn't even lying on the ground, just sitting. And there was a, a woman, a guru. I don't know what to call She kept calling herself a guru, guru which only made me just smile because I just kept thinking of Christina being fitness guru. And I'm like, I only know one guru, and it's Christina. But anyway, it was pretty cool. Although, I don't know how to meditate. So really, I feel like I just paid to sort of semi-nap. Because if you don't know how to meditate and you get into a situation like that and close your eyes, I'm, you're going to nod off a little bit. I didn't even really nod off. I just... The soundtrack from Rent, the musical, just kept playing over and over in my head. She also had a very soft voice, which I feel like if you, I understand they would have to do that for meditation because you're supposed to be relaxed. So you don't, you're not going to have some like, you know, Anthony Robbins teaching a meditation seminar. It might not go over as well. It's going to be pretty hard to relax somebody with a booming voice. So I understand she has to be kind of like low key and, you know, but that's the thing that makes you nod off. Is this woman with a very soft, you know, I can't think of the right word to say right now about her voice, but you guys get it. Soothing. You know, feel like you're back in the womb. <laughs> so I was trying to listen to what she was saying, but I, her voice was, you know, it was competing with the soundtrack of Rent in my head. Yeah. But I picked up a few things. Uh, and it was good. It, it was, uh, I was something else I was going to say about the meditation, but I can't remember because I don't know what the fuck. Um, it was good. I, I felt like I was, I was feeling very peaceful. And, you know, from what I gathered from her, it was, I only heard a few things. That's the problem when, that's the thing. I don't, I, I have no idea how you, how, 
she kept saying like shut off your brain she was like your brain should be empty and my first thought was like well i should be nailing this then because there's not much going on in there she's like if you have an empty brain it works better i'm like great i should be the greatest meditator in the world no unfortunately i have the soundtrack of rent in my head But I did pick up a few things she said. One thing she said, she was like, you're, think of your mind. Like, everybody thinks, like, where's your mind? Where's your mind? And it's all, everybody's like, oh, it's in your head. It's in your head. It's up in your head. She's like, think of it in, like, the center of your chest. So whatever, you know, you're taking in, just think of it rather than just going, just being your brain. Just think of it, like, going into the center, like, where, where your, your chakras chakras are chakras and it's close enough to the heart that i feel like i could take it to the heart too so like if you think of it in the center of you then all this craziness that's happening in my head if i and i and i and i did it today because i started going a little mental today too and it actually worked where i was like anything any of those whenever i had like this negative or like crazy thoughts in my head. If I picture them going from my head kind of down into my center, into where uh, closer to my heart, or where she said, you know, your chakras are. Chakras? <laughs> Let me keep saying that word. Uh, then I kind of picture, she didn't say this, but I feel like this is what maybe she meant, or maybe I just made this up in my head, but I'm going to keep using it because I made up my own. But I kind of pictured those negative or crazy thoughts in my head and when I filter them down and push them all down into the center then maybe when they're on their way down then a lot of the bullshit is being like filtered out because it can't fit my head's a lot bigger than the little tunnel that they have to go down so I did that today and then like as they're going as the thoughts going down the tunnel then all the bullshit is kind of being like filtered out and by the time it gets to the center, then it's only just love. That's what I was, that's how I'm trying to picture it. And then I'll just, I'm just if you see me walking around touching the center of my chest, that's what I'm doing. I'm controlling crazy thoughts, <laughs> controlling negativity by pushing it down. And then I just visualize it all so I can. Like a like a like a tree going into like a wood chipper, and you see all the tree chips flying out, and then it gets down to the gets weeded down. So I think it helped. I might have to go back. I don't think it happens on one time. I was feeling bad towards the end because I was like, I have this meditation. I don't know how to do it. I can't hear her. I'm my mind won't shut off. Then by the end, she was like, you know, you're, you're not going to get this right away. It's like anything where they say it takes like 10,000 hours to, to get something. So I was like, oh, good. All right. So I got 9,997 more hours to go. That's cool. I got time. But I felt good about myself that I made a you know, decision to do something different never been to meditation do something try and positive I still spent a lot of the weekend though 
like thinking about that guy and I'm like, why? Why am I, I don't want to, my logical brain only wants to be friends with this person. But I think I'm just always seeking this validation from somebody else. Like maybe I just want to know if he likes me, not likes me like a friend, but like, but would he want to be with me, even though we're just going to be friends? Would he? Obsession is fucking exhausting. It's just so mentally exhausting. And I can't talk my way out of it. I can distract myself. I guess it's good for productivity, because then I just try and do a lot of other things besides but it's annoying it's annoying to just have to know something logically and then not be able to control shit in your brain um, so yeah you ever see a woman that's like really bitchy maybe she's not really a bitch maybe she's just fucking mentally exhausted from obsessing about somebody or something or just trying to control thoughts that are uncontrollable so That was my weekend. It was fun. Fun times. Fun times. I just, I don't know, I guess I'm trying to, I'm just wondering if, I mean, I think I've gotten better as I get older because this situation in my 20s or even 30s, I wouldn't have even known the logical side of it. I just would have been like, I met, I just would have met this person, hoped that they liked me, tried to get them to like me, cried a bunch if they didn't like, like, knowing that it's just my fucking whatever fucking void in my soul that needs to be filled by validation. At least, at, at, at least I know that, but I still don't know. It's, it's good to know that there's been improvement over the years, but then there's like a hopelessness in not knowing whether like I'll ever fully get out of that thinking. It gets better. But I don't know what it is. I have not... I don't know where this like deep-seated sadness comes from that doesn't need to be there because I, I, I have a good life. Things are good. I don't know. I, at, at some point, I guess, I don't know if somebody fucking rejected me so badly that it left just a huge fucking hole that needs to be filled. 
by random men. Not a hole in my body. There's just, there's a sadness that comes sometimes. Like on Friday morning when I just, I literally, like the tears are just streaming. And I'm just like, what is going on? Why am I crying? Just sometimes it feels like there's just this fucking huge like everything I have inside of me that I get joy from. I get joy from laughter when I'm performing. I get joy from fucking family, I have friends. And then it feels like there's just that big huge fucking hole where love is supposed to be. And it's just like a dark and empty. <laughs> That's how I feel when I'm sobbing. I'm like, this need for love is just, it's like there's somebody just stabbing me over and over in this empty void hole. I don't name my episodes, but if I did, it would be the empty fucking void hole of love. But I'm not even looking for a relationship. That's the problem. I don't even know what I want. I don't want to be in a relationship, but obviously I really want somebody to love me. A lot of people love me. I also think I just have gone, you know, I think the hole gets deeper when I'm trying to fill it with shallow, meaningless encounters. Then I think that void gets worse. Like I'm trying to fill it in short little ways with like, you know, hooking up with dudes or just like a one night stand. And that fills it for like a little bit, but really in the long run, it just makes it a lot worse. And now since last week, I have zero desire to be with anybody. I'm like, I do not want to hook up with anybody. I don't want to have any casual sex. I don't want to try and fill this void with anybody at all. The hole's too deep. making any sense who knows are you still here maybe um all right well I did it I guess <sighs> thought I was gonna cry a moment in the beginning and I didn't things are okay I still want this weirdness to come in the way of really having a great friendship with this guy because he's an amazing person and I want to be friends with him and I don't want my fucking weirdness to to ruin I mean my weirdness has ruined you know potential boyfriends before and I can that's 
you know, that's always disappointing. But I feel like it's worse if it ruins somebody who's, you know, possible, like, really good, like, friend that I think I would have for a really long time. I don't want that to happen. <sighs> Guys, if you'd like to email me, it's jenmurphylive at gmail.com. There's only one N, J-E-N-M-U-R-P-H-Y. Recently, there's been a ton of people spelling my name, J-E-N-N, and that used to bother me, but it doesn't anymore. Now all I think is maybe I've been spelling my name the wrong, wrong this whole time. Do most people think it's two N's? I don't know. It's one. If you, <laughs> it's too, too deep of a breath. If you'd like to support my my uh, my meditation class budget, uh, my meditation class <laughs> expenses, you can also Venmo me at Jen Murphy Comedy. But you don't need to. I don't need your money. I just appreciate you're here. I don't even know why I said that. Maybe because I'm still not working much as a comic. It's okay. It's picking up now. I will be in Chico in August. And then I will be in Lake Tahoe. Christina Walkinshaw. I'm going to be in San Diego. So. Hopefully, I'll be coming to one of your cities. I haven't traveled much out of California yet, but I probably will start to in the fall. Uh, I'm just keeping my nanny job because the kid's leaving in September, so I'm just going to keep it until then because I love this kid. Just stay with him as long as possible until he leaves me, which will be soon. Um, oh, God really going to be a, an emotional void when I lose that one. The love of my life, Monday through Friday, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening, watching, whatever, both. I love you all. Hearts, hearts. Feel free to use my filtration system for your own self if it's something that you think might help you. I'm going to patent, patent it, Jen's filtration system. Jen's crazy, whatever. I'm going to stop talking. Why am I still talking? I don't know. Bye.